Hello and welcome to this Tech Blast episode, the series delivering 15-minute overviews of an issue in the lab and the solutions available to help you through it. I'm Tristan Free, Senior Editor of Biotechniques and host of today's podcast. In this episode, supported by Sinobiological, we'll be discussing CAR T-cell development for cancer immunotherapies. Our guest today is Ritwika Biswas, Product Scientist for Sinobiological. Ritwika, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. It's so great to be here. So, to set the scene a little bit first, please can you explain the general principle of cancer immunotherapies? Sure. So the foundations of cancer treatment have been surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation therapy for decades. Although these still serve as critical mainstays, new treatment categories have recently revolutionized cancer treatment. These new treatment strategies utilize the patient's own immune system to target the cancer cells. Now, um, before I go any further, I want to give you a quick background of the part of immune system that is at play here. So the adaptive immune system is the most relevant part of the system that manages the entire immune system. This component of the immune system has also evolved into the most important part for controlling and eradicating cancer. Adaptive immune cells recognize other cells via antigen presentation. A small peptide fragment of a native viral or a cancer protein, the antigen or epitope, is presented on a cell surface protein complex called a major histocompatibility complex, MHC for short. These epitopes are then recognized by proteins on the surface of individual T or B lymphocytes. A balance of interactions between immune checkpoint molecules determine how antigens are presented and recognized. This is basically called cancer immunity. Uh, and then can you go into a little bit more detail on the on cancer immunity and the kind of impacts that's having on cancer immunotherapies? Sure. Um, so cancer immunity is when immune system recognizes and kills cancer. The cancer cells express specific cancer antigens, which are then captured by dendritic cells, which process these antigens and present the captured antigens to T cells. This prepares and activates the effective T cell response against cancer-specific antigens, which are now recognized as foreign. The activated effector T-cells migrate to the tumor, and within the tumor, the T-cells recognize the antigens on the cancer cells and subsequently kill the target cancer cells. Cancer immunity cycle requires the coordination of numerous factors, both stimulatory and inhibitory in nature. Immune checkpoint proteins, such as uh, CTLA-4, can inhibit the development of an active immune response by acting primarily at the level of T-cell development and proliferation. Now, CAR T-cell therapy is one of the immunotherapies that functions by modifying this cancer immunity. Fantastic. Uh, and so CAR T-cells are a leading approach now in this area, as you just mentioned. Uh, can you explain a little bit uh, about how these differ from native T-cells? Yes, absolutely. So the T-cells help orchestrate the immune response and directly kill cells infected by pathogens. These T-cells are basically the backbone of CAR T-cell therapy. CAR T-cell therapy is a type of personalized immunotherapy that utilizes the power of the body's own immune system to fight cancer. Now, in this therapy, doctors extract the T-cells from the patient's blood and add a special receptor called 
chimeric antigen receptor, CAR for short, in the lab. The basic design of this CAR consists of two fundamental regions. The first region is the target antigen binding portion that is linked with the second region consisting of one or more intracellular T-cell signaling domains. Now the receptor enables the modified cells to produce chemicals that kill the cancer cell. Now these re-engineered T cells are then re-injected into the patient and the cells begin multiplying and attacking the cancer cells throughout the body. What can we consider to be a CAR T-cell target antigen? So the ideal target tumor antigen for CAR T-cells should have these characteristics, like the expression on all tumor cells, including the cancer stem cell. Not only that, but they should be expressed on the tumor cell surface. And these proteins must also affect tumor cell survival. And lastly, um, it kind of goes without saying that normal cells should not express these proteins. I will give you a quick example of CD19. So CD19 expressing blood cancers appear most, the most conducive to CAR T cell therapy. Several factors make CD19 a unique target, like tumor expression of the target antigen, then physical access to tumor cells through blood and lymphatics, and lastly, the tolerability of the off-target side effects of B-cell proliferation. So this is just an example of something to keep in mind when engineering CAR T-cells. Fantastic. So they need to be specific to the cancer, not targeting any of the um, healthy cells. They need to be ubiquitous throughout the, the tumor, um, so in all the different cell types, and also they need to be fatal when targeted. That is correct. Fantastic. And so what techniques are used to engineer CAR T-cells? So currently available CAR T-cell therapies are customized for each individual patient. They're made by collecting the T-cells from the patient and re-engineering them in the laboratory to produce proteins uh, on their surfaces called the CARs. Uh, now the CARs will recognize and bind to specific proteins on the surface of the cancer cells. Now the concept behind CAR T-cells is deceivingly simple. <laughs> Use a patient's own immune system to recognize and eliminate cancer cells. However, producing a CAR T cell is a complex and multi-step process. It starts with designing the CAR. The CAR, much like a native T cell receptor or TCR, is a combination of protein domains that work in concert to identify the antigen of interest and then transmit a signal inside the T cell that will ultimately lead to the destruction of the cancer cell. The CAR typically includes an extracellular region uh, for antigen recognition, a hinge or linker region, and an intracellular region for signal transmission. Because the CAR does not exist naturally in a T cell, a gene that encodes the CAR must be introduced into the cell. Using a, a patient's own T cell that has been extracted using a process called uh, leukapheresis, Recombinant viruses can be used to introduce the CAR gene into the cells. Now, once inside, the CAR gene integrates into the cell's DNA and promotes long-term expression of the CAR proteins and their presentation on the T-cell surface. And non-viral delivery methods are actually also possible. 
And so each of these um, cell developments is coming from the individual patient that they're being used to treat. So obviously that means you're having to create them new for each patient. Are there any alternatives to these traditional personalized CAR-T development processes? Actually, there are. Uh, One intriguing alternative to using a patient's own T-cells is to develop what are known as off-the-shelf CAR-T-cells. While no off-the-shelf CAR-T-cell therapies have been approved yet, the idea behind them is very straightforward, even if its implementation is challenging. Off-the-shelf T-cells would be isolated from donors who are genetically similar but not identical to the patient. The donor T-cells would then be transduced with the CAR gene just as before, but uh, now they're also modified via gene editing to eliminate the expression of immunogenic proteins, such as their native TCRs. Now, this extra step reduces the risk of graft-versus-host disease, um, in which the donated T-cells would attack the recipient's healthy cells. Ideally, off-the-shelf CAR T-cells would shorten the time between diagnosis and treatment, and reduced costs compared to the autologous CAR-T approaches. These and other potential advantages could make this next-generation therapy another step forward in the battle against certain cancers. And the scope of individualized products might be restricted, and uh, efficacy and safety are far from established, but the speed of potential availability and the ability to batch produce on a large scale might eventually reduce the huge financial weight attached to existing personalized products. Um, and so what, what stage are, are these type of um, therapies at? And, and what's the um, the thinking on how you could get all of these uh, so off-the-shelf therapies to be accepted by all of the different people that they would be introduced into or injected into? So currently, with the personalized method, you've got um, it's the patient's own cells, so they're obviously going to accept them. It, yes. Are there any issues of transplant um, sort of resistance coming up in, in these off-the-shelf developed therapies? Um, yes, sometimes. Yes, we can optimize these off-the-shelf CAR-T engineering processes. Like using quality products is a huge benefit in optimizing the entire process. Uh, Sinobiological provides not only quality CAR-T cell therapy target proteins, but also varied research reagents for the whole process of CAR-T cell therapy, such as high-quality cytokines, T-cell-related fats antibodies, T-cell activation antibodies, cytokine ELISA kits, apoptosis detection kits, and supernucleases. Um, So using good quality products assures the researcher that there will be less trial and error, and that is like a step closer to bringing the therapy to patient care. Okay, brilliant. So by basically advancing the the progress of these, um, uh, the development of these type of off-the-shelf CAR-T therapies, you're hoping to overcome um, those issues that may exist or um, and could could be raised by having off-the-shelf one type of cell for uh, a number of different people. Um, Yes. Okay. Um, Are there any CAR-T therapies that are are currently approved for use at the moment? Um, And are are they of those personalized type? Um, And how are they performing? Are they they curative? Yes. So since 2017, six CAR-T cell therapies have been approved by the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, 
um, and all are approved for the treatment of blood cancers, including lymphomas, some form of leukemia, and most recently, multiple myeloma. Um, and of course, yes, uh, they are curative, and CAR T-cell therapy is called a living drug, and its benefit benefits can last for many years. Um, since the cells can persist in the body long-term, they may recognize and attack the cancer cells even when there's a relapse years later. Now the data is still evolving, but after like 15 months or so, 42% of adult lymphoma patients who received CD19 CAR T cell therapy were still in remission. And two thirds of childhood acute lymphoblastic leukemia patients were still in remission after six months. Now these are the patients whose cancers were deemed very, very aggressive and for whom other standards of care have failed. This type of cell therapy has multiple advantages over other immunotherapies. Okay, brilliant. And so it's got some really good results, but can you go a little bit more into those, the advantages that it has over other types of immunotherapy? Sure. So one of the major advantages of CAR T cell therapy is the short treatment time needed. Administered with a single infusion, that may require at most two weeks of inpatient care, and then you're done. Because aggressive chemotherapy is not used, most patients have a much more rapid recovery than after stem cell transplants, in which um, aggressive chemotherapy is used. At some point in the future, CAR T cell therapy may even replace most types of transplants, but at the current time, CAR T cell therapy is approved for the treatment of patients in whom transplant is not likely to be curative or in patients who relapse after transplant. Um, now, clinical trials in blood cancers have shown that even in patients whose cancer came back after multiple treatments, CAR T cell therapy helped them achieve remissions that lasted for years. Others can live longer without their cancer getting worse, and in some cases can then benefit from curative cancer treatments such as stem cell transplantation. So along with the advantages, I think I should also talk a little bit about the side effects. Now, the most common side effect of uh, CAR T cell therapy is called cytokine release syndrome, CRS for short. It's also known as cytokine storm. About 70 to 90% of patients experience it but it generally only lasts about five to seven days. Most patients describe it as having a severe case of the flu uh, with high fever, fatigue, and body aches. It usually starts around the second or the third day after the infusion. It happens because the T cells have been multiplying and attacking that tumor, causing an immune response of the body, very much like vaccination. There's a very effective remedy for CRS called um, tocilizumab, which reverses the side effects in most patients fairly quickly. Now, the medicine was originally used to treat rheumatoid arthritis, but um, has since been approved by the FDA to treat CRS. Fantastic. Um, and so what do you see as the future of CAR T-cell um, and other cell therapies? So after years of research and trial and error, CAR T-cell therapies have entered the mainstream of cancer treatment. CAR T cells are now widely available in the United States and other countries. 
they have become a part of modern medicine at this point and a standard treatment for patients with aggressive lymphomas. After almost three decades of development, there is now a degree of inevitably about the rise of CAR T-cell therapy. The bewildering pace of change in this, play, in this field poses challenges for regulators and providers in selecting the right CAR T products for the right patients at the right time, potentially in the right combination with other existing and emerging therapeutics. Remarkable responses in some patients with chemorefractory B-cell malignancies are compelling, but are no substitute for credible long-term follow-up data from head-to-head -head comparisons with standard-of-care approaches in truly representative patient cohorts. In this respect, the added value of CAR-T therapies remains unquantified even in CD19-expressing blood cancers, and their place in the treatment of other conditions is unproven and it's still experimental. Now, the cost and access to FDA-approved products are pretty big issues. Growing competition and streamlining of technology and logistics should translate to more accessible pricing, although this has not always proved to be the case, uh, even with much older mainstream pharmaceuticals. Now, the ability to modify, enhance, and orchestrate the immune system with increasing levels of complexity to provide precise, dynamic, quasi-intelligent living therapy is far beyond that, you know, which can be achieved with conventional uh, treatment options. So conceptually alone, this justifies great hope. Our challenge now is to realize this hope for the benefit of the patients. Ritwika, it's been great talking to you and hearing more about this really exciting therapy, its development and kind of some of the options that are, uh, are on the horizon for how it can be developed and, and used in the future. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to be here. Fantastic. And thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning in and goodbye.